It's This Week in Bourbon, and we're entering the season of love. And to keep it swift, lover. Here's your headlines for February 2nd, 2024. Elijah Craig Bourbon is proud to return as the official bourbon of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Southern Glaciers is being sued by online platform Pro-V, and Buzzard's Roost is introducing their American whiskey. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. And they're off for another Get 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 000273. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or thebourbonconcierge.com. And you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another This Week in Bourbon. And it's going to be a very quick This Week in Bourbon because this is like... This is like more of a lull than going into like December. It feels like there's only there's only like four stories to go over, and this is like trying to scratch for stuff. Everybody's hungover from the holidays still. Yeah, maybe recovering. That's it was maybe. that it was that extra week after the holidays. It's got to be it. Well, it's like we're on on the business side of things. Like things are starting to ramp up a little bit, so it's like all right, you had this little kind of like slowdown period. Now it's like all right. Start planning for everything that's going to happen in 24. And I missed the slowdown period. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when was that? Uh, yeah, it never happened for us. No, yeah. we, we, we go 90 hours a week every single week. That's just part of what it is. But yeah, yeah I mean, we've, but we've had some really good stuff happen recently. We just got done with the recording season last week. That was a whirlwind. There was a lot of stuff going on then. We had, uh, we did an awesome episode of, uh, behind the pursuit this week so people need to go and check that out yep where we kind of did a more introspective and try to figure out is like is there anything left to even innovate in bourbon and there's been a few people that responded back and it's kind of interesting to see what what other people think because yeah it's it's like trying to figure out is there anything left because it's you know elmer and all them they're like small batch and single barrel like minds were blown and now it's 
cask finished everything and then what's it then what's it gonna be next what cask is left to finish <laughs> it's, it's like they're they've all been tapped yeah i don't i don't think there's much uh, available there that's what you know, those guys over good times i think they might have figured it out the only way to innovate is to just keep like baking flavors into stuff like yeah to be fair like they they tapped into something and it, it seems to work and people will gravitate towards it yeah no doubt i mean that's most whiskey geeks scoff at, but the general public loves that stuff. So, and I mean, is it really that different than putting in a a cast that holds honey and, or maple, or maple or whatever? Or, yeah. You know, people get all up in a roar that they're baking flavors into the cask, and it's like, well, you're adding flavor to a cask too with <laughs> honey and maple and wine or whatever. So, uh, it's just interesting dynamic what people are okay with, and what, but it's an interesting conversation. So. We won't bore you with it right now, but these so are go teasers. Li- go listen to the episode. Obviously, go listen to it. Yep. Well, uh, there's no bird and bets this week, is there? No, thank God. We're, we're well. You covered. I covered. I did not. And I'm sorry to all the Baltimore fans. I picked you and uh, cursed your <laughs> Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I thought it was Lamar and Baltimore's year. They looked great all year, and then just Kansas City. They're good. Their defense just looked awesome and had them frustrated all day. And um. Yeah, I suck. <laughs> no, it, you really couldn't. But congratulations to you. You won. Well, I, I, I was really, I was really rooting for Eminem above all else. That's really yeah. what it came. Unfortunately, down to. they didn't win, but they did cover. I know. That's what man alive. I was like, believe me, as you could tell, I don't watch a lot of pro ball, and I was sitting there watching like the first three quarters. I was like, it's in the bag, and then all of a sudden, like it just, oh, yeah. it just started like uh, you just saw like everything started to untangle, and I'm like, My welcome God. to gambling. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're either like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely covering this. Or you're like, oh, no, I'm in bad shape. And then you cover. It's never like this, like, nice, steady thing. Yeah. I, I was hoping they would win, though. I, I kind of, like I, I said, I, I think it would root for the underdog on that one. But, you know, you get you went against Swift Nation on that one. And, and that's what's going to happen. So we'll we'll save our Super Bowl predictions for next week, probably. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, but other things happening for the ambassador team. So if you are going to be in the Ozarks, go to the Whiskey and Wine Social. It's happening on February 3rd. And then the Winter Bourbon Bash is happening in Xenia, Ohio on February 10th. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into it. It's going to be a quick one, y'all. So Reserve Bar, the leading e-commerce platform for premium and luxury beverage alcohol, has entered into a strategic technology partnership with Delivery.com, a pioneer in the restaurant delivery segment. Utilizing its cutting-edge technology enablement and nationwide fulfillment network, Reserve Bar will significantly expand the beverage alcohol product offerings and the retailers available to Delivery.com users, enabling consumers on Delivery.com to shop for everything, ranging from their favorite everyday beverage alcohol to new releases, limited editions, craft, luxury, specialized gifts, and custom-engraved bottles. This strategic partnership will also vastly increase the geographic reach of Delivery.com's beverage alcohol segment, powered by Reserve Bar's innovative technology integrated into their new website and app. The Delivery.com customers will also be able to order wine, spirits, and beer directly paired with meals for on-demand delivery from 3,500 licensed retailers in the Reserve Bar network. I could do some meals. Yeah. So they're trying to take on Uber Eats. Well, I was about to say, it was like, take on Uber Eats. You know, you hear about the whole Drizzly thing going on. They're like, well, now's a chance for us to kind of, you've got to compete. I mean, there's there against Uber Eats, you got DoorDash and got a few other things. And so it's like, you got to just like partner and build the networks that are going to help you grow and expand. Yeah. I'm I'm curious how Reserve Bar does. And and it's like, I, I hope it's doing well so they can prove that 
DTC or because because Reserve Bar is where they partner with distributors and retailers in states to kind of make uh, the fulfillment of it because um, it's not just coming from the supplier. It's coming from actual distributors and stores. Correct? Exactly. That's their model. So if you were to go order, let's say, a bottle of Heaven's Door online, because I know they partner with Reserve Bar. You would go and you would put in your order and say you live in Texas or Florida or Al- probably not Alabama, but another <laughs> another state. Yeah, uh, it is going to be fulfilled through a local retailer in that area and will be delivered via gotcha. local courier. At they that have point. retailers that are in that network that they go to. Yeah, exactly. So you're not just dealing with one centralized distributor, but instead it's a uh, it's not even a hub and spoke. It's like a mesh. I guess yeah. you could say is the best way to put it. I like that concept. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. You know, one thing we forgot to talk about at the top, what we're drinking right now. Oh, yeah. Because we busted our butts this week already again, yeah. too. And it's only Wednesday. Yeah. We did our first bottling run here at uh, Pursuit Spirits. And it was, a. we spent all day and bottled, what, 60 cases? <laughs> <laughs> it was eight hours. Well, it's probably a good six hours and 60 cases is what it got down to. But yeah. we learned what we need to buy to help speed this process up, too. Yep. We're always failing forward. But latest batch of United Rye we're drinking and- Man, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're going to love it. But, we're biased. Yeah. But we're always trying to get better with each batch. And, you know, the barrels that came from Sagamore this time were incredible. And our BBC rye was like six years old in this one. Yeah. So we're very happy with this one. Very sure. Very sure. Um, I think one thing I, I will put out there, though, and it'll be at a future thing, is like we will want people like you to come and help us bottle. So if you're interested and actually coming and bottling one day with us, and we'll feed you. Take a bottle home, maybe take home a T-shirt or a hat. We'll give or you tuna fish, mayo, and <laughs> yeah. some goldfish. And maybe. Some goldfish. <laughs> we do have leftover Cheez-Its, over and there. maybe trail mix for dessert <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> but just be on the lookout if that's something that you're interested in. I'll, I'll put it. I'll put a feeler out there, and we'll have a sign-up list, and we'll try to go down through. We'll figure out the next day we'll be bottling some stuff. Uh, I think we we started looking at the the bottling calendar. We'll be doing our sherry finished rye in a little bit, as well as Double our. Oak. Yes, our highly anticipated Pursuit United Double Oaked Bourbon. Yeah, I think it's only a few weeks away. It's close. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that one. It's fantastic. And then plus, it's like the other 10 barrels and waiting right now for Pursuit United private selections. So yeah. We've got we've a been, lot of stuff. We've been rolling through private selections. People have been really interested. So if you're interested in one, contact us sooner than later because uh, they are rolling. I, I've been crazy how much we've sold just in one month. Yeah. That's uh, a good thing. It is a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's keep this uh, news train rolling here. So Old Forester Bourbon has introduced a specialty cocktail featured in Matthew Vaughn's new razor-witted, reality-bending, globe-encircling spy thriller, Argyle. And this is debuting in theaters nationwide on February 2nd. It's a twist on the classic whiskey sour, but this is called the Whisker Sour. And it's crafted. Uh, well. <laughs> I know. Just just take out a consonant for another one. There's innovation right there. <laughs> And it's crafted with Old Forester Statesman Bourbon Whiskey, Contro Lemonade, and topped with club soda and a dash of Angostura bitters. The cocktail's name is a nod to the cat Alfie, the feline featured prominently in the film from Matthew Vaughn. He was also the director of the Kingsman series for which Old Forester Statesman was created. The featured cocktail is shown in a crystal rock glass as seen in the film, handcrafted by Vista Allegri, a crystal maker in Portugal. The commemorative glass is also being sold in boutique stores around the country and at Old Forester Distillery on Main Street in downtown Louisville. Well, 
Congratulations to them. It's exciting. Yeah. Try the whisker. <laughs> Try the whisker. <laughs> you can't pay for that kind of good promotion, man. That's good stuff right there. Yeah. Actually, you probably can't pay for that, but yeah. either way, always love seeing more bourbon get into the mainstream. That's right. So here's the other big headline is that Southern Glazers, you know, you might, we all kind of know them, right? Uh, a lot of people drink a lot of products of them, but you may not know who they really are, but they are not only the country's largest alcohol distributor, but they are also the 10th largest privately held company in the U.S., and that's according to Forbes. So critics of Southern Glaciers has long argued that it's too large and powerful for the good of the industry. But now the company is facing a level of heat that appears unprecedented. The Biden administration has raised concern about its dominance in the market. The Federal Trade Commission has said it's investigating the company for possible violations of federal law. The Internal Revenue Service and the Alcohol Tax and Trade Bureau also descended on one of the company's Bay Area offices in what officials described as an official activity. And Southern Glazers is now battling an antitrust lawsuit that has the potential to threaten its command of the American alcohol industry, some experts may say. If successful, the lawsuit could force Southern to stop bullying potential customers. And this is coming from Taylor Katzman, who's the founder and CEO of Provi, the company that has now brought the lawsuit. Provi is an online platform connecting alcohol suppliers, distributors, and retailers. A liquor store owner, for example, can use Provi to order from multiple distributors at once, including Southern Glazers. But between 2016 and 2021, Southern Glazers, or should I say, this is what happened, in between those two years, Southern Glaziers fulfilled more than 120,000 orders via Provi, which was around $200 million. And this is, again, according to the lawsuit. But then Provi's lawsuit alleges that Southern Glaziers and its closest competitor, Republic, began to boycott Provi. They each created their own online marketplaces similar to Provi and that forced their customers to use those proprietary platforms instead of their using Provi. So Southern Glazers and Republic National nearly simultaneously announced that they would no longer accept orders that came through Provi, and that was according to the complaint, and even blocked emails from Provi so that any orders placed through Provi would never be completed. This boycott significantly impaired Provi's business, and both Southern Glazers and Republic National have denied the allegations in interviews with other publications and have filed a motion to dismiss. A decision on that motion is expected soon from the judge in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Illinois Eastern Division. Well, I knew RNDC had the, I think it's called Lib Dibs. Yes. Maybe that's their kind of Pro-V competitor. I didn't, I had no idea Southern Glacier had one, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this is interesting. And uh, I mean, it's not good to get all these <laughs> investigations and whatnot. I mean, but I don't know, you look like, all right, bring the counterpoint. Yeah, because part of me, it's just like, well, listen, it's like you built a mousetrap and they built a better mousetrap that is basically to them. It's it. When I look at this, it, it's like, my name's Comcast. I brought to you all these channels. And then everybody goes like, well, I see how good Netflix did, aka Pro-V. I'm going to go be Disney+. Plus. I'm going to go ESPN+. Plus. I'm going to go be Hulu. I'm going to go be whatever. Yeah. I'll go build my own platform that makes people subscribe to me. They can only get my content from me. So that's the way so I- So Kenny's free market, huh? Well, <laughs> it's not, I mean, I am free market to say with this. I mean, I, I just look at it from that perspective. It's like, okay, cool. You built a concept that works, right? Uh, unfortunately, probably what you didn't do is you didn't take this to Southern and Republic and say, hey, I built you something. Would you like to license it? Would you like to partner with it? Would you like yeah. to be more in tune or like basically like work tighter with this? I'll give you discounts, whatever it is, to make sure that it's like, 
don't go and build something. Right. I mean, it's kind of like Dropbox and Google with Google Drive and Dropbox because Dropbox, I think, tried to. They kind of started it. They started that while Google Drive was in development. And then Dropbox became so popular that I don't know if it's quite (laughs) correlation because alcohol is so different. But, uh, yeah, it's they should have. Yeah, I, I don't know. This is alcohol is so weird and all the different dynamics with retailers and distributors and like you try to keep it fair where it's a true fair market free market system doesn't necessarily work and that's throws a whole nother dynamic into it um yeah i I don't even know where i went with that but it's okay i think that i think that just shows how difficult and confusing the three-tier system is as far from a fairness and uh, free market standpoint, you can't have both in, within the three-tier system. Yeah, and where Provi can still win is that, yes, sure, you lost the two biggest, which is, what, 50-plus percent of the marketplace, but how many other distributors? We're not with either of those distributors. Yeah. And how many other brands are like us out there? And so Provi still plays a role with that. It's just, unfortunately, yeah, you're... You're not going to get all the whales, but you can get a lot of schools of fishes. Exactly. Yes, yeah. so that's the best way to put it. Yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's finish up with our last news story on the top of this one is that Elijah Craig is proud to return as the official bourbon of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. The AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am has been designed as a PGA Tour signature event in 2024. The result is a reimagined tournament and an unbeatable fan experience with a central focus on the top players from the tour competing at Pebble Beach and Spyglass Hill. As the official bourbon partner, Elijah Craig will activate on the Triangle Plaza in the heart of Pebble Beach Golf Links, one of the two Monterey Peninsula golf courses making up the tournament grounds. At the Triangle's Elijah Craig Bourbon Speakeasy, spectators will be able to taste distinctive warm spice and smooth flavor of Elijah Craig Small Batch, enjoy handcrafted signature cocktails, engage in photo opportunities after signing their name on an interactive signature wall. And throughout the course of general concessions, fans can also find Elijah Craig featured in the Elijah Craig signature old-fashioned with golf consumers. Also, this is an interesting one. With golf consumers twice as likely to drink bourbon compared to the average consumer, the Elijah Craig Bourbon Partnership with AT&T Pebble Beach Program offers a strong fit for the brand as it continues to cement its name in the world of golf through the 19th hole campaign. The campaign extends the fan experience beyond the course, including premium media placements, golf publications, digital and social media, consumer contests, and in-store displays rounding out the 360-degree program. You know who wins in this scenario, Max Stefka. Maybe he gets go. to go. I was about to say, uh, by the way, shout out to Max. He's uh, he's a good friend of ours. And yeah, he's he's the big person in charge of all of Elijah Craig. Yeah, so he gets to go there. I, th- I remember last year, the weather was like absolutely terrible. It was like cold and rainy where it's normally like pretty mild. And, you know, it's a damp climate. So, but anyways, uh, but it's huge for the category, you know, having a sponsor. Elijah Craig, I think, is also the sponsor of the PGA if, if I well this is part of that uh, yeah yes well no the, the PGA championship here in Louisville sorry oh in Valhalla yeah yeah Valhalla year. they had that they and also they had the Ryder Cup they had the Ryder Cup that's what Max went to the Ryder Cup yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's why I was saying he wins in all this <laughs> <laughs> I got this great idea guys we should sponsor <laughs> yeah you know what I really loved about this is that they somehow found data that said that golf consumers are twice as likely to drink bourbon compared to the average consumer. Yeah, that's interesting. I well, like that. Though. I, I like that. I would have thought it makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I would have thought. I guess when I play golf, people drink mostly beer, or so like high noons. But that's during the yeah, round. And and then, Arnold Palmer. Huh? Then once you get done with your round, you can. 
drink bourbon afterwards. But, yeah. you know, because you, you always got in golf, you got to find that happy equilibrium <laughs> yeah. where, yeah. where you're where slightly buzzed up. So you're unconscious, but, but you're not too far where you can't swing a club. Yeah. So you just got to just have a. You're a, teetering on that, that line. Yeah. As long as it's like going straight. It's what I keep having to tell myself, like, you don't need to crush it. You, you can't don't need to show off to these guys. They don't care. All you do is just hit it straight, hit it straight. And you're in your head the entire time and you swing and you're like, hooked it again. <laughs> Doesn't matter if I think or don't think. Yeah. It's, man, it's, it's like, like that Robin Williams skit, the golfing oh, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so hilarious. How He's many like, holes 18 are there? times. <laughs> 18 holes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. But you know who I would love to sponsor if we had uh, the money, which we don't, is Nellie Corda. She's a... Uh, leading the L she's like number one in the world. She's young and very talented. And she is like dominating the LPGA. She's, she's doing really well, but we probably can't afford her. Well, just reach out before she gets too big, right? Well, I know. You should have thought well, about this three years ago. She wears a Goldman Sachs hat, so <laughs> you can tell her what kind of money, uh, and she's sponsored by Nike. So, oh, but well, spirits, she's not sponsored. There we go. All right. So we'll, we'll figure out how to, how to play that one in there. Well, if we end up going to an LPGA tournament, we'll just like roll a bottle on the green. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> and see if uh, see if it gets on camera. Hopefully, the ball roll. You go play as it was, like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you got to chip it over there. <laughs> yep. All right, let's go ahead. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with some bourbon release news. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon, and that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus Magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. Hey everyone, we're back with bourbon release news, and I'm glad that there's really like there's no plural to this it should just be like the bourbon release new news like i i don't know how to make a singular out of this because we have one article to go through because <laughs> it's still yeah it's the news but it's not bourbon it's just bourbon 
It's just a, a bourbon release news. Okay. It's a bourbon release news, I guess is the way to put it. All right, here we go. So Buzzard's Roost Sippin' Whiskey is kicking off 2024 with an all-new addition to its collection of super premium bourbons and rye whiskeys. And this is their new American Whiskey. American Whiskey takes place among Buzzard's Roost's portfolio as a versatile, approachable, and whiskey crafted for cocktails as well as sipping. For its first American Whiskey, Buzzard's Roost has a mash bill of 75-21-4 and turned to its library of char number one barrels with a proprietary toast profile and a secondary aging of this three-year-old sourced whiskey. It's proofed to 105 and has an SRP of $39.99. So what makes it American Whiskey if it's 75-21? I would guess Because it's not a new chart oak? It must have been not new chart oak. So it probably... Started off, actually, it started off his life as 75214, which is a typical MGP mash bill. Probably went into a used barrel because okay. MGP is just creating so much. They're like, we're out of barrels. Like, just go use the used ones. Yeah, yeah. So they just put it in there. And then what Buzzers just did is they're like, okay, let's take that and let's dump it back into our char number one barrel, give it a little proprietary toast to it. And it was only three years old, so you can probably take a three-year-old whiskey, put it into some secondary aging, probably yeah, make it feel a like, a, probably yeah. like a four to six year, right? maybe even four to seven, uh, and then took it down to 105 because there is no upwards proof on what American whiskey can be. So who knows? Like They could have been in the barrel at like 190. That's true. I doubt it, though. Probably not. Probably. Yeah. Well, it's probably off the still at 125. I mean, because they probably made it to be well, bourbon. Well, I don't know. You mean, well, actually, yeah. You take it, it off the still at 160. Yeah, you take it off right. the still so at 160. It's, so it was in the barrel at 160 then. Yeah. So could you imagine that? Taking off a 160 and then proving down to one of that's That's some yield, my friend. That's, I know. That's that's good economics there. <laughs> and and they're also with an SRP of thirty nine eighty nine. So this is going into uh, a trend, I think believe and i know we will see going into the remainder of 2024 is how low can you go yep our bourbon is totally low that was my prediction you're going to see prices and products at lower prices coming down the stream this this year yeah but this isn't necessarily taking their premium stocks and discounting it right, right? this is saying like how can we create and this is the, the uh, y'all like listen to this like this is the the conundrum that we live in day to day is trying to figure out like as a source brand, like how do you get below that $40 price point? It's almost impossible because you, you understand like where we come from and if we're buying the barrels at two, $3,000 a piece, we'll say, we'll say 3000 for rough sakes. Like you understand like the distillery that made this, they did it for 400, 350. Closer to 350, yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really difficult. Maybe even less than that. Yeah. So there's a reason why all the big dogs out there, why they have all these products that are, you know, at decent ages and, and you know, 49 years ago, they were making it for 250, you know, before barrel prices increases, grain prices increased, you know. Yep. So, yeah, that's why it's hard for people like us to be at sub $30. Yep. Or sub fifty. Well, see, I mean, you can. You just have to. You have to cut proof way down, or you have to. I don't know. Well, it's a younger product. Like this is a it's a three year old source whiskey, yep. right? But you know, you you secondary age it in something, and then I think that adds a little more flavor, a little more characteristic. There's a lot of ways that you can go around 
creating a, a really good product, though. Yep. And that sounds like a good one. Yeah. So Jason and the team, they know what they're doing. So uh, it probably tastes good. Oddly enough, there is a package on my desk right now. It says it's from Buzzard's Roost. I oh. wonder I wonder if this is it. <laughs> the American whiskey? Yeah. I do like their line, Buzzard's Roost Sipping Whiskey. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. That was smart. It was. It was. Well, this gives us a little bit more time to think about uh, what we were just talking about this week's podcast on Behind the Pursuit. Innovation. What kind of yep, things there can, goes you, Buzzard Roost. <laughs> can you think of to be able to get below thirty nine ninety nine? Which... Before we kind of end this off as uh, one of the things that we learned and saw this past week when we were thinking of new names for another product we're working on, uh, I found one and it's like, oh, here it is, uh, 20% bourbon, 80% GNS plus oak additives. And it's like <laughs> yeah. $39.99. I was like, well, no wonder you can get that low. Yeah. That's, but most average consumers don't care. <laughs> this went cheap and tastes good and looks good. It looks good. Yeah. I know. Well, avid listener out there make sure you stay true to yourselves and you keep buying really good bourbon that's right us too but that's gonna be it that is all this week in bourbon it was a light one as i said but this was still a good one i'm glad we got to talk about a little bit of us this time so uh pay attention to everything happening with pursuit spirits we'll be talking about some new releases that are coming uh for not only just our united rye but we'll have united toasted bourbon that'll be coming releasing soon we also have double oak bourbon that we've been teasing forever and i know it's been forever but it still needs more time we just yep. we're like we're like it's almost there we're just perfecting almost, it yeah because you get one shot right back to eminem <laughs> that's right it's how you round at the show Start freestyling soon. Yeah. All right. With that, everybody, cheers. We'll see you next week. Toodles.